stuff was said, you know, about um, people having great visions and, you know, walking them out. Like Pastor Robert, for example, you know, his, his vision. Um, are you better? Okay. Just like his vision, you know, um, it's faith builders, right? It's like he's starting faith builders out and just having a vision in, in the beginning and not seeing where it's going to go, but seeing how it transpires. Just watching him walk that out, you know, it's just, uh, it's inspiring to me to see that because it gives me hope in, in seeing like the visions that I have. I don't have to be afraid to step out and follow those visions. And what I'm talking about, I'm going to be talking about today is, you know, keeping vision. And I believe this is the Hebrew word for vision is Hazah. I don't know if anybody can can confirm that. Close enough. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not Fount Schultz. I'm not a. You know, a pro in the Hebrew language. Um, but one of the one of the th- the words that come with it in the English uh, in English is behold, and it says see or observe, especially a remarkable impre- uh, or impressive one. And when we keep we talk about vision, we talk about keeping our vision on Jesus. And I had mentioned a little bit when I facilitated last week about keeping our vision on Jesus. Um, let me slow down. I wanna, so I'm going to pray real quick because I think I need this to calm my nerves because I'm kind of like a little bit nervous. So Father God, I, I just ask you now just to, just to fill me with your spirit, Lord. Take any ounce of me out the way. Allow your Holy Spirit to be the one to speak through me, God. Because this, this flesh that I have, it brings the nerves forward. And I start to think that what I'm saying is, is not adequate enough. But God, you gave me a word to speak and allow people to hear. But God, let the spirit rise up in me that I can speak this word. Speak this word that it can touch the hearts and the minds of the people. God, let me not be in the way. I want to be completely out of the equation, Father. Completely out of the equation. Your spirit, go forth. God, touch these lips. Touch this tongue. Allow your words to come forth. In Jesus' name. So, I've been going through this, this thing with, uh, with identity that has been really affecting like, what my vision has been. I, I, I've been praying, God, like, show me. Show me what it means to be your child. Show me what it means to be me. So a lot of things I've been having to deal with recently is understanding like who I truly am. And a lot of it uh, has to do with, you know, who I was before. Like I, I, I have this masking and defensive mechanism to where I'd like to joke to keep people at a distance. I was talking about this with Charles yesterday. And it's like something that I'm trying to get away from because I want to learn who I am, not in like in a serious sense where I have to lose all humor, but like I want to have the vision on Christ to be able to walk like him and be able to see like him and to be able to uh, represent myself in a, in a righteous manner. These guys. <laughs> but I, I want to be able to uh, express myself the way that he made me. Instead of keeping this like this wall up to uh, to say like man I don't know if if I go to speak to you I don't want you to think that what I'm saying to you is is stupid or like because I can feel that way like 
I, I can make a conversation really awkward. I'm learning now how to like more look at Jesus to be able to see people, not just to have a conversation, to have a conversation that be something that's edifying rather. So like before, before I even met Christ, you know, I, I never knew what a vision was to, um, to understand who I am. I didn't know what the vision was to uh, follow out the plans that he had for me. I didn't know what a vision was to see, you know, what was to come now as being raised up as pastors. And like, even, and even in some sense, I'm still like, kind of like, oh man, is this, is this real? And I can kind of like trip myself up and say like, am I actually worthy enough to do this? And that goes back to the whole identity thing. The whole defensive thing is like, I want to hold myself away from it because God knew, because I, I can't see my full potential yet. And I say yet because he's continuously showing to me. It's more like the more that I continue to keep my eyes on him, the vision that he has for me to move forward and, and preaching his word is becoming more apparent. And it's like, as I wait, you know, I, I think about this verse uh, in Habakkuk 2.3, and it says, For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I think about, and I think about like, just just being able to go on this, this having this walk that I'm walking out and then through the things that I have to go through and it's like understanding like God what is what is your word going to pass when you said that you're going to provide for me and my family it's like when is your your word going to pass and like a lot of things have been selling into my spirit and like I'm coming to a place of peace but like I start to feel like Paul when when he his vision was taken on the road to Damascus and it's like I know I seen the Christ I know I seen Jesus I know I seen him for who he is but right now I'm sitting in darkness waiting for the next step like I'm sitting here uh, not knowing where I'm going yet but it's like the vision is there and it's like and you're bringing me towards it it's like but I'm not yet out of the darkness I'm not yet going to the place to where I can still where I can feel like I'm being uh, what was the word? What am I trying to say? Where I can be fully immersed into the calling. And I understand the calling. I understand the mission. But it's like that darkness right now that I feel like I'm going in. And, but it's like it's not like a darkness that's that's damning. It's not a darkness that's uh, taking me away from, you know, who Christ is. It's a darkness that's saying, like, be still. I want you to I want you to take time to learn who you are. I want you to take time to uh, to identify those things inside of you that you need to deal with. And it's the same with us, like all of us. Sometimes we have to go through that darkness. Sometimes we have to sit and sit there. And it, it seems like three for him, three days might have seemed like a long time. And, and, and sometimes it takes longer than that. But it's like I know that the good things that are coming are, are, are going to shine. I'll shine. Uh, let me slow down. It's going to outshine more than this time in this darkness. Nothing's lost. And I think something that was profound that came to me is like, you know, I, I was thinking about when Peter stepped out of the boat. He kept his eyes on Jesus the whole time. And it's like when he was walking to him, he was being called towards him. But like when he sank down, when he sank down in that water, when he took his eyes off, he, he looked around, he seen the, the ferocious waves, the storm that was brewing, and he started to sink. 
It's like, how often do we do that? How often do we look away from who Jesus is because we think of the circumstances outside? Like, I don't have enough money to pay for this. I don't make enough at this job to do this. Like, I can't do it where I'm at at this, uh, uh, where, I, where I live at this current place. You know, a lot of things in my mind is like, man, I, I have great visions, but like, I feel like I'm limited by where I'm at. But like, in that time, it's like, it, it seems like I can never get out. But it's like, in that moment where Peter sank, it might have felt like an eternity. And sometimes it is going to feel like an eternity. But like, when you restore your vision to, who, like, to Jesus, you can see that hand pulling you out and pulling you up and saying, it's okay. It's not going to be as long as you think it is. It's not as long as you thought it was. Your circumstances mean nothing to compare it to like your, what, what I have for you. If you look towards me, then I'm going to show you. If you behold me, if you observe me, something greater than, than your circumstances, then you're going to see something greater. When we talk about our visions, we talk about sometimes like, you know, what we, what we say and how we say it. Um, in Acts 18, 9, it says, And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid. Go on speaking and do not be silent. The enemy has so many ways how he wants to silent, silence your vision. Because he, like the Lord doesn't only see your vision. He sees it too and he hears your words. So there's words he can try to use against you. He can try to send someone out to... Um, he can, he can do whatever it takes because he knows the plan that he has for you. He's going to do whatever it takes because he knows the calling that the Lord has for you to try to stop that vision. How many things did you have to go through in your, like, your, your whole walk to get to where you are now? To where it's like, is this actually going to manifest to something? Is this going to actually grow to, to the vision that I have? How long is this going to take? All of hell is trying to get after you and trying to destroy you, but it can't. First John, in First John it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are for, uh, from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. When I read that, I'm not saying that you know, everybody's going to be against you, but there is going to be people that are going to be against your vision. They're going to say, this is not going to work out. This is not going to be something that's going to be doable. But it's like when, you know, when your heart's set on him, you don't see the realistic, the things in the world that are realistic. And I, I personally deal with realism. I will look at something and say, this is how it's going to happen because this is the way the world has shown it to be. I can have this vision of, of real, uh, realism. And a man that knows this is like I can like and I, I have it start to go from realism to pessimism real quick, <laughs> you know, real, real quick. And I'm like, man, it's like this is hopeless. But it's like if I don't have my, vote, my, my vision, my focus on God, then I can't see the optimism in it. I can't see the goodness in this. I can't see that like, okay, it's like I might not be able to get in this place right now. We might not be able to get, be able to, get to this house right now. And it's like, and for me, I was dealing with this pressure of like, it's like I got to get out of where I'm staying. It's like I, I can't succeed where I'm at. And it's like if I stay here any longer, then I'm going to explode. And it's like, I was like, it, it, then if we can't get out of here now, then we're never going to be able to get out of here. We're not going to be able to do anything. 
because it just seems like everything's like I said before, the circumstances aren't adding up. The the uh, the circumstances for like the job, maybe I'm not making enough money is not is not going to play into us getting into a place. And then she's sitting over here trying to be the voice of reason, but I have this this beaten voice at the back of my head says like it's like it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. But you know why? It's because I didn't see Jesus and what he was saying to me. It's like what I have for you is going to be, is, is bigger than what you're listening to now. It's like, but why can't you see that? Why can't you just see that my goodness is more than what you're what you're listening to right now? These lies mean nothing. It's like, why why are you not believing in the truth that I said I'm going to provide for you? And it goes back to that that Habakkuk verse. It says it uh, it hastens to the end. It will not lie. It has its appointed time. And it's like, if, if I believe that, if I believe that the vision that he had provided uh, and had promised that he, that he provided for us is going to come, then how can I say it's going to lie, that he's, li- he's lying to me? Because he's not. He has never lied to me. As all the other times I looked in my life where I, I prayed and God said he's going to provide and he has, how can I say he's not going to do that now? And like, I have so many, like these great ideas and it's like I get to a certain point to where I'm excited about it. And then it's like I get deflated and I lose the vision. Like I, uh, I was thinking about this thing with it's called Ample. And I had it for so long and like now it's just finally starting to come back. But it's like I want to I be able to like keep my focus on him so much. I want to be able to just like look him right in his face and say, I believe that what you have for me. It's like I believe that you put this in my heart for a reason, that it's going to come to pass. It's like, but I, like sometimes I don't have confidence in myself to be able to do that. And sometimes I turn away from him in shame because like, God, I don't know if you can use me for this. I don't know if you can use me for something so great. Like how can I be the face of this? How can I be the face of this? And he says, look at me, look at me. He's like, I, who you see is who you are. What you're looking at is a reflection. So why didn't you believe it? How many people can say that they have given up on a vision because of that? Because they don't see who Christ is in it. Because they don't see themselves in it. There's so many great people in here. Like The stuff that you guys do. And it's like, I, and I hear about it, and I'm like, man, they're stepping out. Like, Jackie's, like, doing amazing things. Pastor Robert, Stephen Dawn, uh, Pastor Bob Hayes, and Sue. Like, so many other people in here do great things, and, like, they're visionaries. And I'm like, man, it's like, if I can just, if I can just see what they see. And it's like, you can. You can't see what they see. You just look, look. You're, it's right there. It's so blatant. Peter had his vision on Christ. When he came back, and and he knew who Christ was. So when he had his vision restored to him, he understood it's like he can do anything. And he knew he was the Christ. And it's like, it's like not, and like when you, we feel like you lost your vision, there's always a way to restore it back to who he is. It's never lost. One of my favorite verses, of course, is Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, For I know the plan I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to, I'm like so emotional right now. I don't know. It's like, but it's like, I, like, I don't know, I'm going to reiterate this. It's like, 
what I what I've come to preach is like it's stuff that he's given me too for the time. So we're all learning together here. <laughs> That's why it's hit me so much because it's like. It's so it's it's so good. To, it's like such good truth, something to believe in. When your eyes are in Jesus, you are focused on the future that He has for you. By looking into His eyes, you see the greatness of the calling, and not only the picture of it, but every detail. He wants to prosper for or prosper you, but you have to focus on Him. Nobody on earth will push you successfully into your calling like He will. Nobody on earth is rooting for your success more than Jesus. He wants to help you and make you better, but that sometimes takes you going through the struggles of life. But it's never to harm you, only to make you stronger so you can handle the weight of the glory he has placed upon you. And that's the truth. If we didn't go through the struggles and having to deal with the doubts and having to make it through those times, then that weight would be too crushing for us. And we would sink underneath the glory, not in a bad way, but we were not ready for it. And I know I have to go through that and I know I have to go through these struggles and I have to to deal with this pain sometimes just to understand it's it's for the greater of the good of what he's he's got planned for me. And this is one of my favorite. This goes into like my vision of like outreach. And it, I, like I, Paul, Paul's such a profound person to me. And it's like I, I look, I don't look, I don't see Paul as high as Jesus, but Paul is pretty a pretty great man. And it's like a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Uh, a man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him to saying, "Come over to Macedonia and help us." It's like we have our vision set on Jesus. We can see better those who need help without the basic human judgment factor. It's like we think about Jim and Kathleen, you know, it's like their focus is on Jesus. So, you know, they, they went for the call and say, I don't care what I don't care what Florida says about uh, the statues of help and homeless people. It's like my my focus is more on Jesus and saying, I want to help these people. It's like I'm going to go I'm going to go uh, past what the law says and go with the, what who he says, because the law means nothing compared to what uh, what he has commanded us it's good stuff but some questions are it's like what happens when we lose our vision it's like because sometimes we can and I, and I understand it and like and I've been there and I lost my vision but like I said before it can always be restored there's always there's redemption you can be there's reconciliation and it's like, just because I, I haven't followed through with it doesn't mean it's gone. Maybe he was preparing me for a different season. He was preparing me to step into it. Maybe the vision was there to see something to give me hope to continue forth to step into this calling. What's hap- what happens when you have a vision before Christ that seems like a good idea and can bring success and you find Christ? Well, he can still use it. That just means it's going to become even greater than it was before. Yeah. And I think about that. It's like how many people have these, are, are, are prominent leaders that step in and find Christ and still uh, have their platform? That's only just something that you can use to further advance the kingdom. How does God use people to restore your vision when you feel like you have lost it? It's like if we go into uh, 
Acts 9, like, like where I was talking about, you know, Paul losing his vision. Let's see. Let me, let me just pull it up real quick. I should have had it. But. And it says, like, it says, now there was a disciple uh, at Damascus. This is uh, Acts 9, 10. It says, the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, rise and go to the, uh, to the street called Straight. Uh, and at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold, he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay hands on him, that he may regain sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your servants uh, at Jerusalem. And here he has a thirty from the chief priest to blind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he has chosen instrument of mine, and carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. So he, God will send people there to remind you of the vision that he has. Paul didn't forget. And he, like, I'm not saying that he didn't know already what, he had, uh, what God had planned for him. But to, just to reaffirm him, he had sent somebody to say, I, you know, Jesus could have showed up, but he's like, he wanted to use fellowship. He wanted to use our brothers and sisters. He wanted to use uh, someone that was of Christ to say, like, I am there to help you. And it's like when he, he sent he sent him to, uh, let's see, let's be a little bit further. Anyway, I, I lost my train of thought there. But he had sent him to, you know, help restore his vision, to get him, to get him to where he can actually see again. And like sometimes, like, we need our brothers and sisters to help do that because... Like if we, especially if we deal with self-esteem issues, and you know, a lot of stuff can come from our past. If we deal with confidence issues, like do we, do we really think that we can do this? And there's people that are going to encourage you. Not everybody's going to be against you. There's going to be people that are going to say, "I believe in you. I know that you can do this." And it's like, like you have, uh, huh? this name some people. Doug, you have Doug, right? Yeah, <laughs> you have Doug that's helping you and encouraging you and believes in you. And it's like we need people like that on our side to help us stay focused. And it's like, you know, that's who, and it's hard for me, but that was like who Jared was to me. And it's like I, I'm not saying that I can't find anybody else like that. It's like I'm in a season where I'm learning, I'm learning to be able to not – hold people at a distance. And that comes back to that humor as a defense mechanism. Like I'm learning to be more open and receiving. And it's like that's having to relearn a lot of, or not relearn, to learn new things, to be able to understand people more. And like when I'm around people, it does get awkward for me because I don't know what to say. And like, I'm, and I apologize for that. I want to I have conversations, but I'm learning how to interact with people again on a whole new level and a more mature level to interact with him as a child of God. And it's like, that's where I'm coming back to my vision of who he is. And like, when I keep my eyes on him, and it makes it so much easier, it's like, I'm ready to be opened up to new people. But I know it's going to take some time to where I can actually receive them. And like I say, I ask for you here to have patience with me. Because I, I know I'm not as interactive 
as I should be. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm learning. And I, I, I asked for grace in this, this period because this is a hard period for me. This is so difficult because it's something I never had to do before in my life. And this is scary. But I see the Lord. I see, I see him and he's like, do it. He's like, I believe in you. He's like, I know you can. He's I didn't bring you this far to give up on you. And I did not bring you this far for you to give up on yourself. But that's not always saying it to me. He's saying it to you guys, too. If anybody needs to hear it, for anybody that needs to hear it, do not give up on you because he is not giving up on you. But that's good. <laughs> And I'm getting better, and it's like I, my confidence, like I'm, I'm learning. The more that I focus on him, the more, the more confidence I have in myself. Like I can stand up straight. Like I can, I can focus and not be afraid to step out in public because I know my posture in, in, in the Lord. I know who I am. And I don't have to move out of the way of anybody or the enemy that comes towards me, but the enemy has to move out of the way of me. Because it sees the power that dwells inside of me. He sees, he sees the, the greatness that the Lord has placed upon my shoulders. So he has to run and flee. I'm not going to sit there and, and back down anymore. And I just pray that for you guys too. Don't back down anymore. Don't, don't cast yourself out or cast yourself down. That vision that you have, continue to follow through with it. It doesn't matter how hard it seems it's going to be. It doesn't matter how many people are against you with it, uh, for it. But there's a, there's a time where it's going to transpire and it's going to continue to gain traction, even though it seems like it's just burning out and creating a rut. But you will, you will get that traction. You will go forward. Yeah. I'm going to pray right now, and then I think this is a good place to stop. Uh, Father. <laughs> 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 but, Father God, I, I, Lord, I just, oh, God, I just thank you, Father. I thank you for the idea of vision and, and just being able to look at you, God, and see you for who you are, to see you holy, God, and righteously, Lord. If we keep our vision on you, God, anything is possible because we know our true identity. We know exactly who you are. We know exactly who we are, God. Let us see you as a mirror image of us, God. Let us let us see that uh, what we reflect in you is going to be outwardly poured into this world, Father. Our visions are those uh, reflections, God, those callings that you have placed upon the shoulders of the people here. There's great visionaries sitting among us, God, and people that have not even understood it yet. People that have not known it yet, God. But I, I pray right now that you can use those visions to excel them further into your kingdom, God, into your glory, Lord, into your, your greatness, Father, to understand you more, to seek after you more, to understand you more, to know you more, because it's all about you, God. It's nothing about us, Lord. And we, we, we admit that and we can be selfish sometimes and think that it's us that's coming with this greatness. But God, if we understand that it's you and we understand that it's, it's, it's all about you, then we can step past that, step past ourselves, and step into that holiness and that spirit, uh, that spiritual realm, and step into uh, the the vision that you have placed upon us, God, the the vision of of your glory, advancing your kingdom, God. We oh, there's so much greatness in here, and it's floating around, God. I just pray that we can reach up and take it, God, take it because you give it to us. Take what's ours, Father, and not be afraid to face it. 
We do not want to be afraid, uh, afraid to to move forward in the, in, a, the, in the next direction, taking the next step. God, sometimes we got to dive in, God. We just can't go in by sticking our toe in, but we got to take a leap. we got to go full, fully in and say, I want to do this, and I believe in myself because you believe in me. Let us taste it. We know that you're good. Let us taste your goodness. Let us taste it. Let us, let's, let us ah, immerse ourselves deeper into it. I love, I love wow, what Beth said, breathing in Yahweh and just breathing a name. Because that's like a time where it's like we can have that peace now and just believe in it. It's like, Yahweh. It's like so good. It's like you can breathe that in. Now it's like it's like a confirmation to everything that's been said. It's like keep our eyes fixed upon you. Thank you, Lord. Glory to you. In Jesus' name. And with that, go be decided. If you want prayer, come on up, and we just bless you guys. We love you.